0: Damn, Dolly, going crazy welcome back to the diamonds a dozen podcast where we navigate through life's pains pressures and processes I am your host and anchor Delsha Stewart and thank you for tuning in today thank you to the United Kingdom gracias por escuchar Peru and Dania Van India thank you for tuning in today you are now tuned in to episode 18, diving into the depths of the heart. So I'm about to dive in. Shout out to Troy songs, but anywho, we're about to dive into today's episode. And this was brought about because about two weeks ago, I was in worship and I was singing "Refiner" by Maverick City Music and Chan Moore that song goes, I want to be tried by fire, purified. You take whatever you desire, Lord, here's my life. And so I was giving God permission to take whatever he wanted. And in that moment, he said, I need you to give me that. Y'all. I acted like I didn't hear that and I kept singing because refiner is my song. So I was gonna go to the next part of the chorus, right? So clean my hands, purify my heart. I wanna burn for you, only for you. But God was not with it. He was like, I need you to give me that. So finally I was like, all right, God, what, what is that? What do I need to give you? And he said, I need you to give me your disappointment. So a lot of times we don't even know or realize what's in the depths of our heart. And so today we're diving into this episode to really confront disappointment because it can lurk and linger beneath the surface of our hearts if we're not careful. So disappointment is sadness or displeasure caused by the non-fulfillment of one's hopes, dreams, or expectations. Disappointment is sadness or displeasure caused by the non-fulfillment of one's hopes, dreams, or expectations. So essentially, disappointment is that your thoughts and expectations are not in alignment with present reality, right? And so what I've realized is that some disappointment is inevitable, but some disappointment is predictable and preventable. And what do I mean by that? Some disappointment is predictable and preventable because if you had properly prepared for it, there would be no disappointment. Right. So say, for instance, you have a big test that you need to pass your expectation is to get a good grade on this test but if you fail to prepare that for that test if you fail to study for that test you can't expect a good grade or expect a good outcome so that's what i mean that some disappointment is predictable and preventable if you just properly prepare for it if you take that thing before god If you put in the proper work, if you prepare for it, then you won't have that disappointment. So what is disappointment really after? Disappointment is designed to steal your hope. Disappointment is designed to bring you to a place of hopelessness. And we see that in Proverbs, chapter 13 verse 12 it says hope deferred makes the heart sick but when desire is fulfilled it is a tree of life what does deferred mean it means put off delayed or suspended so when you have a hope in something and it's put off delayed or suspended if you are not careful that can make your heart sick And you won't even realize it. Disappointment causes disruptors in the emotions. That's why you see some people are moody and temperamental. They're up and down. They're dealing internally with disappointment, but they don't even realize that that's what they're dealing with. So some of us do not know how to process through disappointment, right? So we take on these self-protective measures to try to avoid disappointment only ending up in further disappointment so don't avoid disappointment and what i mean by avoiding it what people tend to do is they start lowering their expectations they start setting the bar really low They start doing things that they know they can achieve in their own strength instead of relying on the strength of the Lord. They avoid taking risks. They avoid being bold. They start shrinking back. They are not producing at the level that God is requiring of them. They start dimming their light. They start shrinking back. No, God wants you to be bold. He wants you to take risk in him. Why? Because he delights in it what i've learned about disappointment is do not try to self-protect and self-preserve because it will lead you to a place of mediocrity and that is not what god wants for you god operates in excellence he gives you strategy to prepare for things he doesn't just leave you out there high and dry so don't allow disappointment to allow you to self-preserve yourself into a place of mediocrity a place that God never designed for you. So your first diamond for this episode is to learn to shift your expectations. Ask yourself, are you disappointed in a specific person, in a specific relationship or a specific situation? Or are you disappointed in all aspects of your life? Because if that's the case, you need to realign your expectations with truth, which is the word of God. Some of us are disappointed that we don't have that six-figure salary yet. Some of us are disappointed in a failed relationship. Some of us are disappointed that something didn't happen in the timing that we expected it to, right? And so those are all things that can lead to disappointment if we are not careful. Your next diamond that I've learned is don't dwell in disappointment. Disappointment is not a dwelling place. The presence of the Lord is your dwelling place. When you dwell in your disappointment, You don't have the proper perspective. Dwelling in disappointment does not change a person. Dwelling in disappointment does not change a situation. And dwelling in disappointment does not produce a different outcome. Don't make disappointment your dwelling place. Make the presence of God your dwelling place. Your next diamond is to redirect your thinking, gain control over your thoughts, cast down every vain imagination that exalts itself above the knowledge of God. You can control your thoughts. You can redirect your thoughts and think on those things that are pure, lovely, noble, righteous. Those are the things that you should have in your thoughts, not negativity. Because when you dwell in negativity, that becomes your reality. As a man thinks, so is he. I'm going to read a couple of verses that help me to deal with disappointment. The first one is Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. And without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So not only is disappointment designed to defer your hope and to make your heart sick, but it's after your faith. You cannot please God without faith. He wants you to believe in him. He wants you to believe that all things are working for the good that love those and are called according to his purpose. He wants you to believe in him. He wants you to know that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Don't allow disappointment, frustration, regret, and hopelessness to dwell within your heart. Check your heart. Do a wellness check. I'm so grateful that he checked me in worship. I'm so grateful that I was doing a fast and so all of my soul soulless issues were coming up and God was able to confront what was lurking beneath. That's why the body, that's why you need to fast, okay? And one of the things I learned in that moment of worship is that an exchange happens, but it's not always a sin that God is after. Sometimes he's after a mindset that he wants you to shift. Sometimes he's after a trauma that he wants to heal. Sometimes he's after an attitude that he wants you to get rid of. It's not always sin that God is after in these exchanges with him. He wants all of you. Yes, he wants your heart, but he wants to deal with every part of you. So allow him to touch those things and to take those things and you allow yourself to be vulnerable enough to give him those things that he wants in exchange for something new. The next verse is Colossians, verse 3. No, Colossians chapter 3, verses 23 through 25. And it says, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. So do things out of a pureness of heart. Don't do it for accolades. Don't do it for fame. Don't do it for affirmation of man. Do it as unto the Lord. Because when you do it as unto the Lord, there is no room for disappointment. When you do it as unto the Lord, you know it's profitable for you. When you do it as unto the Lord, there are no unrealistic expectations. Verse 25 says, anyone who does wrong will be repaid for their wrongs. And there is no favoritism. So you don't have to be caught up in your emotions and disappointed that something didn't work out or somebody mistreated you, God sees it. He is El Roy, the God who sees. God is a righteous judge. God is a God of righteousness. He is a God of justice. Justice and righteousness are the very foundation of the throne that he sits on. So nobody is getting over on you. So release that disappointment. Release that expectation, release those negative emotions that came in with that situation and know that anyone who does wrong will be repaid. It may not be in the way you wanted it to, but we're not God. We don't get to determine people's punishment or not. That's not our role. You don't get to decide that. And so it's beneficial for us to check our heart and do wellness checks to see what's really in there, what's really lying beneath the surface. One of the other things I learned about disappointment is that disappointment is designed to skew your perspective and shift your focus. Disappointment will have you looking at everything that is wrong with your life, everything that transpired that's negative That's what disappointment does. But I'm gonna give you your next diamond and that diamond is don't lose hope and don't lose sight of what's right in your life. Focus on the things that are going well, not the things that didn't happen, not the things that you failed in, not the things that you regret, but focus on what's right. Focus on the things that could go right shift your perspective and your last diamond i'm going to read philippians chapter 4 verses 6 through 7 and it says do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god and the peace of god which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So when you take those disappointments, those frustrations, those regrets into prayer and with thanksgiving, with gratitude, with the right perspective, he shields us with his peace and it becomes a guard for our hearts and minds so those negative emotions cannot stay. If you go to God in prayer with your requests concerning your dreams, your goals, your expectations, your wants, everything that you need is in Christ. He got Man, it says the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind. That means the enemy has no access. There is a guard there. There is a barrier. So those negative things cannot stay in your mind and your heart if you allow God to deal with it. But you have to take it to him. You have to allow that exchange. You have to give some stuff up. And it's okay because a lot of times in our disappointment, we have to grieve. We have to grieve our expectations. We have to grieve older versions of ourselves that we can no longer keep because God is saying, I can't use that version of you. I need the best version of you. I need a better version of you for you to go into your promised land, into your promised place, into that wealthy place, into that rich future that I have promised you. I can't use the old version of you. So some of us are, d- are disappointed in ourselves and things that happened years ago, but God is trying to move you to a new place, and you have to exchange the older version of yourself for the upgraded version of yourself. Hey, new new. So I'm gonna read Philippians 4, 6 through 7 in the message version. And it says don't fret or worry. Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. So when you bring those things to God in prayer and with praise, thanksgiving and letting him know your concerns, you're raw, you're real, you're broken. You have a contrite spirit, broken spirit, contrite heart. You're vulnerable. You're naked before him. You're not putting on, errors or pretenses like everything is good when you're not. That's how God wants you. You will begin to sense God's wholeness. And not only that, it says Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. That was powerful to me because this means to cause something to move out of the way, to be forced out, to take over the place, position, Or role. So if you had disappointment, if you had worry, anxiety, anxiousness in the center of your life, when you bring that thing in prayer, Christ displaces it. He takes on the center of that. Where that thing was, he becomes he becomes that. He becomes the place. He becomes the center. So he moves all of that toxicity out of the way and he said, No, this is my place. Goodbye, disappointment, goodbye, regret, goodbye worry goodbye anxiety, goodbye frustration. Christ becomes the center of your life and displaces all of those things, but you have to allow it. You have to have that exchange. You have to be willing to let go of some things, whether it's mindsets, whether it's attitudes, whether it's emotions. God's word does not lie. It's an infallible truth that you can rely on. And I'm going to leave you with this last diamond. Know that you are not alone and know that you are not forgotten. Take everything to God in prayer and allow him to change your situation. Allow him to uncover the depths of your heart because it says the heart is desperately wicked. A lot of us want to say, Oh, I have a great heart. I have a good heart, but God is who deals with the heart, right? Man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the inward parts of you, the inward things and allow him to touch the things that he wants to touch so that you can become whole through him. That's all I have for today. Thank you for tuning in. If you have topics that you would like to discuss or that you would like me to discuss, make sure you're following the Instagram page at Diamonds A Dozen Podcast, or you can send an email to DiamondsA Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in today. See you next time.